Welcome back, friends. This is Candy Creech, your host. I'm excited that you're joining me today. And I have a theme over the next four weeks. And I want to share a little bit with you of kind of how I come about this. But I've thought about rest for a long time. I've actually thought about recording a podcast on rest, but it just never seemed the right time. If you've listened before, then you've probably heard me talk about when I start preparing for a podcast and and praying about my topic. And sometimes I'll just start writing and God will say, no, that's not where I want you to go. And one thing he always reminds me is that he called me to this to use my own experience and things that I've gone through in my life, things that I'm going through currently. And what I learned is every time I sit down to write a podcast, I think I even said this last week, I usually end up in tears because it's so overpowering to me that I'm writing for you guys, but God uses it for me. And so I know that May is going to be an extremely busy month for me. And it probably is for a lot of you. It's just that time of year with school finishing, so many different activities. We have so many graduations. And maybe if you have a high school or there's proms, but there's all these last things that you have to do before the end of school and you're getting ready for vacation and just so many things that are going on right now. So I felt like God was calling me to talk about rest and I'm going to share um, more than rest with you over the next four weeks and I'm, I'm going to share a little bit more about that in a minute. So stick with me today because I'm going to talk some things about rest and some things that you may have not thought about before or is probably happening in your life and you may be running from it and you may not realize why. So we're going to talk about that. But before we do, just a few quick reminders. I always accept messages through Instagram or Facebook. If you ever want to private message me, just please do that. And of course, I read all of them. The only time I miss them is when they go to my other box. I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about. And sometimes it takes me a minute to remember that or find those or I have to go to my computer. So but be sure and send me a message. And if you enjoy my podcast and feel like it speaks to you, the number one way that we can just help share truth with more people is please share it with a friend. So every time you listen, if you're like, I think of a friend that God has laid on your heart says she needs to hear this today and send this to her. Of course, just a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify would be great. You can just click the five stars um, if you leave a written review. What that does is that just helps more people see the podcast. It's really important. And and what my goal in doing this is just to help reach more women with biblical truth so everyone can overcome those limiting beliefs and all the twisted lies that we get in our heads and that Satan whispers in our ear. I want to help women overcome those. So so just share. I would greatly appreciate it. When we're talking about rest, you know, rest is like pausing. It's taking a breath. And I'm talking about rest, not sleep. Okay. So it just means stop what you're doing. Pause from the norm of your life. Shut out the world. Spend quiet time with God in prayer and in the Word. So when I'm talking about rest, I'm talking about your spiritual life. This is the time the quiet time, the time with God. This is the worship time. So how did God know that we would run ourselves ragged absolutely every single day? Maybe because he created us. (laughs) Maybe that's how he knew. So we see rest in the Bible all the way back to Genesis chapter 2. 
you know, God made everything in six days, and then it said, then he rested. Well, you know, God didn't need rest, but he knew that we did. And I think he was setting that example for us way back when. And then the next time we really see it is in the Ten Commandments. So God rescued the Israelites from being in slavery for 400 years. I don't know anything about being in slavery like that, but I would assume that a slave does not get rest, that they are made to work all the time. He put a day of rest in the Ten Commandments, and I love that because I know that he was sharing with them that you don't have to work for everything You can rest because I'm in control of it and you're not. And I really feel like that is what rest gives us. It reminds us that God is in control. So depending on how God created us is actually how we will rest. It'll look different for each of us. Like for me, being an introvert, being a thinker, I need more rest than others. It's like I need more quiet time to let go of all the stuff coming at me. The social media, because I have a social media business and I'm on it all the time. The questions, the ideas, the tasks that I have to do, the burdens, and so much more. If I don't have rest, then I begin to question everything around me. I don't know about you, but you probably do too. So think about these are things that happen to me when I don't have rest. I start to question my role in life, my business, my family, my church, others, TikTok, television, why there is war. Can our electrical grid really keep up with all those electric cars? What happens to the batteries after they die? Where do they go? Why people allow their children to watch horrible satanic shows? Why they were created? So if you see what I'm talking about, my brain is going all the time when I don't have rest. I start thinking about all of these things that are so far out of my control. So just wanted to share with you what rest really means to me. So rest for me is the exhale of the daily grind, the worries, the world, social media, the news, what people say, and then the Holy Spirit begins to breathe for me. He renews my soul. He gives me peace in a chaotic world. He shows me he has control and abundance even when I don't see it. He breathes into my soul. I have the best for you, remember? I'm in control of all of this. You just walk in obedience to me. You have no need to worry about the future. And then I have clarity And I see the picture of what he called me to do. And that is what rest is for me. And I hope over the next four weeks, and especially today, that I can encourage you in that to rest, to exhale the things of this world. So I did a Bible study by Rebecca Lyons. Um, It's a book called Rhythms of Renewal. And She come up with four concepts in there. And after I watched our first video and I started looking at the book, I knew it was from God because I could so relate to this. And it's actually what I do in my life, but I never could put that exactly into words. So the four rhythms that she talks about that we're going to cover over the next four weeks is rest today, restore, and what restore is, connect, and create. And I'm, I'm really excited about sharing this with you. So questions we're going to kind of cover is how do we rest? When do we rest in this busy world that we have? Where? And what do we rest from? 
So the first thing I want to share with you is rest has to be pursued. It has to be scheduled. Like you can't let other things get in the way of it. It has to be sacred. So I wonder if that's why it's a commandment, (laughs) that it has to be sacred. God knew that we were going to find something else to do instead of rest. So did you know that if you don't have time to rest, you have an idol before God? If you're burning the candle at both ends and you have to do one more thing or even use your rest day as a time to catch up, I have been guilty of that. When I wasn't resting, it was because I just didn't think I had the time. But what I realized is my life wasn't any better, actually was worse when I wasn't resting. My business wasn't any stronger. It was not, it was worse too, because I was doing things that God didn't call me to do. And God is in control of everything. So if we are not resting, then we think we're in control of everything. So I just want to remind you of that. So when, when people say, I don't have time No, you have put an idol before God. I'm just going to speak truth to you today because you need to hear it just like I've needed to hear it in my life. So don't put that idol before God. You may have to sacrifice something else and add in rest, but you're going to gain so much more in the long term. And it may take a little while to settle into rest. And this is where I really want to talk to you guys because I've seen this in a lot of people and I've had them talk to me about this so it makes sense and I've been there before too sometimes we stay really really busy because we're running from something there's something that when we sit in the quiet we don't want to deal with that and I would encourage you to deal with whatever it is so sometimes when we slow down our mind goes to a place of regret right? Have you ever had that happen? Like that used to be me. I would sit in so much regret of my past. Like if I would have only done this differently, if I would only done this and I would sit until one day I realized I can't do anything about that anymore. And that is Satan. When you sit in regret, that is Satan trying to hold you back. You cannot do anything about the past. Not one thing. There is no reason to live in regret of it. Learn from it move forward and do it differently. That's what I say. So don't sit in regret. The other thing that happens, I know sometimes is depression. When we sit in quiet, we get depressed. And sometimes that depression can come from maybe a loss that you've never dealt with. You just kept stuffing those feelings down of not wanting to work through it, not allowing God to work through it with you. Um, Shame. Sometimes when we sit, we have such shame and guilt over things that we've done. And I just want to tell you, if those are in your past and you've confessed those, repented, you've turned from that and that is not you anymore, that is Satan telling you those lies. That is Satan whispering to you because God is not a God of condemnation. You are a new person in Christ. If you are not doing those things and you do not need to sit in that shame and that guilt, so let that go. And as you Once you get into rest, those things will start happening because God is going to transform you. And this is one thing that I really see people running from. And the reason they don't rest, and even people that are Christ followers, people that are active in the church, they don't rest because of conviction. And I've been there too. Because of unconfessed, unrepented sin, 
that you're sitting in daily. And you don't want to sit before God. But it doesn't matter whether you rest or not. He sees that. Every day in you, He sees it. And He can rescue you from that sin, whatever it is. So go and rest. Let Him work that out in you. Let Him bring you to that repentance and that restoration. So sometimes we just continue to be busy and not rest just for, to run from those things that we need to face and the things that we need to process. So quit stuffing it down. Let God heal you during this time of rest. So seek scripture and prayer. And remember, you know, prayer is not for God. Prayer is an act of worship, but prayer is for us. Prayer changes us. So pour your heart out to God so you can truly find rest for your soul. In Mark 1, 35 through 37, it said very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, everyone is looking for you. And it's funny when I read that, and you know, it says they exclaimed, everyone is looking for you. Do you feel like that sometimes? <laughs> like, where is mom? Or, you know, where did you go? Everyone's looking for you. I get those messages all the time. Are you okay? You haven't rung in in any of our chats today. You haven't said anything on social media. Are you okay? Everybody's looking for you. Then Jesus got up and he went about and did the things that God had called him to do. And so, you know, Simon is saying, we have a lot to do. A lot of people to minister to, but Jesus knew that he could not do an earthly ministry. Even though he was fully God and fully man, he knew that that man part of him, he could not do it apart from God. And of course, he was setting an example for us. And I love that. I always love looking to Jesus and the Gospels when I'm really struggling. Like, I just don't know what to do. And I'll turn and I'll look and say, what, what would Jesus have done in this situation? And it seems like I can always find the answer there. Rest. You may feel like you don't have time for it, but you do. So we need daily rest. And I said this last week in the model prayer that Jesus taught. He said, give us this day our daily bread. And I feel like we're taught this throughout scripture to come to God daily. And one one thing you can see in scripture is when the Israelites were in the wilderness, which you guys may know by now, that's like one of my favorite like stories to study over and over and over again. There's so much we can learn from that. But manna was rained down from heaven daily. Now, it's funny how God could have given them manna for a week or a month. He could have given them an endless supply and it never ran out. It never went bad, right? Because he's God, he could have done that. But he chose every day to rain manna down from heaven. And he told them to go collect just what they needed for that day. And I think that provision is so amazing to me. Because God says, I'm going to be your daily provision. I'm going to be it, but you're going to have to come to me daily. And I'm going to provide exactly what you need for that day. So daily, when will you schedule it? Are you going to schedule it late at night? Are you going to schedule early in the morning? I, I honestly recommend early in the morning because I feel like that's what Jesus really modeled for us. Did Jesus draw away from the crowd and pray during the day? Yes. Did Jesus pray at other times? Yes. But... He did pray. It talks about numerous times, it says early in the morning, he got up and prayed. And I know for me, when I do that, my day goes so much better. So I would really encourage that. So we have our, we need daily rest. 
But there are times in our life when God calls us to a longer period of rest. So, for example, in Luke six twelve, it says, One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray, and he spent the night praying to God. And then when morning came, he calls, called his disciples to him. He chose 12 of them, whom he also designated as apostles. God spent the whole, I mean, Jesus spent the whole night praying because he had to choose his 12. He had to choose his inner circle. He had to choose his leadership. He had to choose the ones that were going to go out and speak about him to the world and then be martyred for it. I think about that. Are there times in your life when God is calling you maybe to a ministry, maybe you have to make a change in your life. And so he's not just calling you for that daily rest, but maybe he's calling you for a night of prayer and rest, maybe a day, maybe a week. So I want you to think about that, that he may not just be calling you to that daily rest, but also to a season of rest. So if y'all have heard me speak on here, you know, I talk about my season of rest, which was really last year which was a hard season in the beginning for me to understand. I could not get that God was calling me to rest. I didn't, I I could not process it. I had never done that before. He, he's probably called me to a season of rest before and I haven't listened. So it took me a while to set into that. So I want you to, I want to say today, if God is calling you to a season of rest, please just accept it and walk in obedience to it and know that he has something so amazing for you on the other side of it that he's going to work things out in you, maybe things you don't even know that you needed working out, but it's going to bring you to so much peace on the other side of it. God may also be calling you to rest from things that is causing you hurt or consuming you in your thoughts. And I always think about social media when I think about this, because we have so much information coming at us that I did, and and especially our children, that I did not have growing up. You know, growing up, the only information we had coming at us was some television, which wasn't even a whole lot of television, and books that we would read, what we were taught in school, and that was really it. And so I had plenty of time that I was just able to explore and create and do things and connect with people when I didn't have all that information coming at me. So if we wonder why fear and anxiety are rampant with our young people right now, then it's probably because of the input. There's so much input. So maybe God is calling you to rest from something, social media, maybe just your phone in general, especially if you're a young adult. I know that young adults, teenagers are a lot more attached to their phone. So he may be calling you to rest from that, maybe from the news, maybe just calling you to rest from that input, from extra activities, from watching shows, just inputting that. um, Sometimes it's just garbage that we're inputting in our mind. Um, Even from service, like I talked about, even from ministry, from an area you're serving in, he may be calling you to a season of rest from that. So when we're constantly having input, it's just hard for us to hear from God. So please, in your daily time of rest, ask God, are you calling me to a longer period of rest? You will know in your heart. It took me, I I struggled with um, stepping down from the ministry I was in for nine months. I knew for nine months that God was calling me to step down from it. But I didn't know the answer on the other side of it. I didn't know why. And he may not always give you the reason why, but you have to step out in faith and do that. 
So after Jesus was baptized and before he began his ministry, in Matthew 4, it says he was in the wilderness for 40 days. And this is when he was tempted. And sometimes when we know that God is calling us to do something, maybe he's calling you into a new ministry. Maybe he's calling you to do something that's out of your comfort zone. What happens in our minds when, when that happens? I know for me, I start having doubts. I'm trying to trust in myself. And I start doubting that God called me to it or that I'm capable of doing it. Or I always want to know all the end answers before I start saying, well, where is this going to lead? Why does he want me to do this? And I know he doesn't give us those answers. So when we're alone, those doubts and fears that we have can get louder and louder. So when Jesus was in the wilderness, I want you guys to think about this. He already knew he was fully God. He was fully man. He already knew what was going to happen in his ministry. He knew that he was going to have about three years is all. That's it. What if you knew you just had three more years? What if you knew you were going to be crucified at the end? What if you knew that you were going to be separated from God? What if you knew that the people that you were pouring into and leading was going to be martyred for you? I mean, I couldn't imagine that, right? What if we knew that? I'm so thankful I don't know the future. That would be so fearful. I would rather just trust in God daily than know the future. I may not step, I may not step into it if I know what the future holds. So Satan tempted him by saying, hey, you're going to suffer, but you're God. You don't have to suffer, right? You don't have to be hungry. You don't have to suffer, you know, and he was twisting um, scripture because that's what Satan does. It's over and over and over again in the Bible, and we can see it in our own minds. I want to tell you this. If you have only relied on someone else to give you truth, if you're relying on this podcast, someone else's podcast, if you're relying on a pastor a Sunday school teacher, things you learned growing up from your parents, if you have only relied on that for truth, Satan is going to use that in your mind because you haven't embedded those truths into your heart yourself by what you have studied and learned yourself. And he's going to use that scripture and he's going to twist it. It's It happens all the time, and it has happened to me so many times. And until I dug in and got out of my head what I thought people were saying to me, because this is what I'm saying, it doesn't mean that someone has quoted Scripture to you wrong, incorrectly, or out of context. It means that when you have not studied for yourself, you just have not embedded the truth of that Scripture in you, and Satan can use that to twist because you just don't know enough. That's why I encourage you to study the Bible. Sorry, that was a little side note. But Jesus used scripture and he said, away from me, Satan. So Satan twisted scripture, but Jesus come back with truth and is like, quit telling me that verse out of context because the real thing is this is what God says. This is what the word says. Jesus was the word. But Jesus used that scripture and then he said, away from me, Satan. And Satan left him. So when you are alone and resting, Satan begins to tempt you by reminding you this. You're not good enough. You can't do this ministry. You can't do this thing that God called you to do. You're not good enough. You're you did this. You used to do this. This is your past. You should be shameful of it. This is what you said to someone. This is what they think of you. Or maybe Satan can even use it by comparing yourself to someone else. Like, you may think you can do this, but look at them. You'll never be as good as them. You can never do what they're doing. Or 
And this is one I see a lot. Satan reminds you of what someone else said to you. Remember when you were in that abusive situation. Remember what your parents said to me. You remember what your teacher said to you. Remember what a friend said and did to you. You can't do this. You're not loved. You're not accepted. You're not good enough. You're not good at this. He's going to use all of those things. And when you're in that period of rest, he can start to tempt you. So sometimes, instead of sitting in the rest with God and allowing God to get us through it to the other side of it, we want to run from it because we don't want to hear that. We want to accept what Satan says and we want to run from it. You have to stay in rest long enough. You have to stay in the scripture and prayer long enough for God to get you through that and get you to the other side of it. So we have daily rest, we have longer periods of rest, like maybe a night, a day, a week, and then we have seasons of rest. So it's not just one of these, it's all of them. So I would encourage you to get in your daily rest and then see what else God is calling you to do. So just ask him when you're in there. Now, I want to tell you, I would love it if you would send me a message today on Instagram or Facebook and tell me, What are you struggling with when it comes to rest? Because if it's something that you're struggling with, I bet someone else is struggling with it too. And I would love to um, and to talk about it with you. And I just want to close with my favorite verse, what my podcast stands on, because I think it's a great reminder. It says Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So remember, to be renewed by truth, it depends on rest. So thank you guys for joining me today, and I will see you back here next week as we talk about the next concept. So you do not want to miss this because we are going to be talking about restore. See you guys later.